it was a story. <laughs> I, I'm not going to talk about it because it's it's going to give away too many spoilers. I can't. I don't know how to explain it without. another week of the Road to Wadis podcast. I am Nick, the always host at this point, the 22-time host, joined by my 22-time partner, Keely. Hey, everybody. Yes, this is episode 22. Uh, I only know that because I was just scrolling through them before we started this, just looking at all the episodes we had done. Uh, I can't believe over the course of a year, I mean, that does line up if we did one basically every other week for most of the year. That, uh, that makes a lot of sense. But otherwise, we are still deep into our series on the judges from the Wadis. Just because we are also announcing the winners doesn't mean we can't complete this series. And so we're joined this week by guest and judge Tim from the marketing team. Hello. How's it going? Hello, Tim. Welcome aboard to the show. Uh, we're do you want to tell everybody a little bit about what you do and who you are? Yeah, definitely. So... I am Tim from marketing. <laughs> That's probably the best way to put it. Um, I think if you think about like what I do on a day-to-day basis at Wattpad, um, I do the marketing for paid stories. That's probably the, the simplest way of putting it. Um, so any story that comes out in the paid stories program, I'm the one in charge of marketing it. So you worked on, for example, like Werewolf Week that happened back in uh, a month ago. Like that was all you? Well... Not all me, but but I do like to take credit for some some of the work that's that's being being put for for Werewolf Week. Um, that definitely came out of um, some of the thinking that we were uh, uh, we were brainstorming around um, how do we promote uh, some one of the most popular content on Wattpad. So Werewolf Week came out of that, um, as well as the promotion for Dominantly Yours, which was a really big um, paid story for us so so that all kind of came together um uh that's that's how werewolf we came about right i mean i i really enjoyed it just as a thing i i really hope we do it again next year paid or otherwise like i just kind of as a low-key werewolf supporter within the company i'm very pro like yeah werewolves are because they're a very uh, they're a relatively uniquely Wattpad thing. I do know that they are elsewhere, but like they have such a fan base on, on Wattpad, so they deserve their little mm-hmm. time to shine that way. Uh, but we are, of course, going to ask you our five usual questions, okay. same ones that we have asked to every other judge. So I, I'll give it to Keely to start us off. Sounds good. And for anyone listening, just because we have two Tims as judges, this is Tim Reyes. <laughs> oh, I right. I said that right. Not Tim Johnson, <laughs> who everyone is apparently very thirsty for. <laughs> I see your comments. I, I see you all. They want it. He has his own podcast, so people are, we don't need to bring podcast. him on as a guest. People can hear him, hear his voice anytime. It's because they want to hear his fabulous uh, British accent. So but oh, he's that, got us beat accent. on that front. That accent gets everybody for sure. Yeah. Um, so this is a problem though at Wattpad because we have what like five Tims now. So. Oh uh, yeah. So many like, Tims. <laughs> I think I think we we had six at one point, but then one was a an intern. Um, so we're we're back down to five. Okay, so it's a manageable number. All right, Keely, <laughs> let's get to the content. <laughs> All right, I was about to make a, a joke about what what is a group of Tims called, but let's move on. <laughs> um, so I'm just right. in general. Could you tell everybody a little bit about what content uh, you like to read? 
Hmm, that's a good question. So um, I guess you can kind of think about it between like my life before Wattpad and my life after Wattpad. And my life before Wattpad is going to sound really pretentious, so I apologize in advance for what I'm about to say. But before I was working uh, on Wattpad, which is I started about a year and a half ago, I believe, I was uh, I was at HBO, so I was looking at my bookshelves about like what what were what was the content that I like to read, and I saw that a lot of it came from the things that I needed to read for my job there. So it was. A, it was a lot of like big little lies, sharp objects, a song of ice and fire. And then there was another part, which is like novels that I basically chose because I wanted to read them outside of work. And then it, it all was surrounding um, uh, novels that had this political message around like colonialism and capitalism. So Little B by this author called like Chris Cleave and Big Little Man by this author um, he's like a Filipino-American uh, journalist who passed away recently named Alex Tizon, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Like, I love stories around, like, uh, the, the the small guy defeating, like, this, this uh, Goliath. Um, and it's usually around, like, things surrounding capitalism. So, so that was, like, my life before Wattpad. And then after Wattpad, when I started reading Wattpad stories and started enjoying all of the things that were happening there, there was a, uh, I started to gravitate towards paranormal stories. And then I think you both can probably guess what my favorite story on Wattpad is, <laughs> which is Creatures of the Night. Um, that's one of my favorite ones. And I've, I've really just started to gravitate towards anything that is like werewolf or paranormal related. Oh, so when you're... When you're looking at this kind of Wattpad content, then different from the prior content that you you used to read and understand, like what kind of things are you looking for as you're going through all this this Wadi's content and looking out for? Um, so Keely gave me a lot of paranormal stories for um, for the Wadi's, which I I really enjoyed. <laughs> so, so thank you, Keely, for that. Um, uh, I think when when you start to look at paranormal stories in general, there's like that. There's, there's kind of the standard vampire romances and werewolf romances that you see on Wattpad on a regular basis. And there's nothing wrong with that. I enjoy that as well. But because there's a lot of a lot of those types of tropes that we start to see when you're reading through endless amount of submissions in the Wadis, I think what I'm looking for is definitely like a uniqueness in the concept or something that, um, uh, that either subverts those those kinds of romance tropes, um, uh, uh, I think, is is like what I'm definitely looking for. If it's going to be somewhere standard like that, um, does that make sense? Yeah. Totally makes sense. One of the things I absolutely personally love about paranormal is it it's really, especially on Wattpad, I find it such a queer space, and I find like a lot of my favorite paranormal stories just end up inherently being queer. And like I find one of the things. I think that's done so well about it is that it's not the focus of what the story is about like the story will be about werewolves or the story will be about vampires and they happen to be queer and I find that happens a lot more in paranormal and it's just like because in paranormal the other is normal and everything that's normal is other so I love that it's just like this beautiful space for people to kind of explore a lot of those themes uh, but I, I feel like I'm probably preaching to the choir when I talk about that kind of stuff. 
No, I, I agree with you. I think like paranormal, you can kind of like play around with different um, uh, uh, identities in a way that's a lot um, uh, that has parallels to um, how queer people kind of identify themselves or perceive themselves in as like being other. Um, and there's been some really good ones that I've read, um, both like through the short list and the, the long list that like talks exactly about what you're saying, Keely. Um, mm-hmm. can I t- an can internal I s- short list and long list not that anyone can see them but they do right. exist <laughs> um, <laughs> which is great because that kind of brings us into the next question which is like what are what ha- like for the Wadis thus far like what have you really been enjoying about these stories so back to what you were saying earlier I think um, uh, there's there's been some paranormal stories that um, kind of says something about like our lives our society or is like reflective of like the human condition in some sort um those ones those ones were uh the most enjoyable for me um can i talk about an an example you cannot unless you if you can talk about it in a way that doesn't specifically state which story it is you're good okay (laughs) so I guess this is off the record. I can't. You're going to cut this this out, Nick, right? I don't know. It depends on how entertaining it is. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I guess I can't talk about like a particular um, particular story, but like in 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 general, I think the ones that I've enjoyed the most is um, uh, something that like parallels uh, to like issues in the real world. Um, uh, so like if if there is an, I'll just say it, and then you let me know if we have to cut it out. <laughs> so like, there's this, there's this, um, there's this, there's this one story that I really enjoyed, and it's, uh, it, it had a whole bunch of, uh, or I guess what's the the best way to put it? It, it was a story. <laughs> I, this is <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it because it's it's going to give away too many spoilers. I can't. I don't know how to explain it without talking specifically about the story, so I just won't say it. We'll say that it did uh, it did something different than you expected. It yes yeah. There you well, go. no, that's that's not what I'm looking. For. <laughs> it didn't do something um, different than what you expected. It, I I think I think what I liked about that story is um, it was reflective of something that was happening in the world today, um, uh, and even though it was covered in a um, in a paranormal world and or in a paranormal settings, the problems that the characters were facing um, and the types of things that um, uh, they struggled with because of how the society was structured is very similar to how we um, how we struggle with the same issues in the real world. Um, and that kind of parallel, um, you can kind of make that connection quite quickly, um, uh, which I really loved about it. And then also it was written in a very engaging way because this particular topic was um, can be quite boring, um, but this because it was set in um, a paranormal setting, it then creates excitement about that kind of social issue. Right. I mean, that I'm excited. So I'm glad you didn't spoil it. Now everyone listening can just be like, I really want to read what this story is and we'll... We'll see when we get to the other side. Uh, but generally speaking about the Wadis as a whole, like what, what do you like about the Wadis as a contest? What have you enjoyed? So, I mean, I guess I've, I've told you a little bit about my job. 
where it's about promoting paid stories. Um, so what I personally loved about the the Wadis is um, it's it's the best way for me to see the best of Wattpad. Um, uh, uh, a lot of a lot of the winners uh, uh, that I've read, I'm really excited about, and is a potential uh, uh, is potential to be considered for the paid stories program. Um, just because of the quality and the merit of some of these stories. Um, and for me, I'm really excited to um, uh, market those stories um, because they're they're amazing quality. Right. So you're like, as you're reading them, you're enjoying these stories and, and just like thinking like, oh, this is how I would sell this story if it ever ended up in paid. Definitely. Um, uh, and then also just like finding like, I'm excited for, for if if some of these stories were to become winners and then eventually become part of the paid stories program, um, then there's an opportunity for these writers to uh, make money as well. So I like that. Nice. And, so and then I get to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, it's it's always really enjoyable to see your, the passion that you bring to anything that you market and you really put yourself into it, um, which I I respect. Um, as far as when it comes to really loving a story, you talked about how, like, for example, you really love Creatures of the Night. Like, what is it about a story that really has you fall in love? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, when do I really love a story? I guess that's hard to pin down, but, like, I know I, I, I know that I'm enjoying, I really love it when, um, my emotional reactions start to become like external and physical you know when you have that reaction when you're just like guffawing like or like laughing out loud when you're reading a story um uh those kind when once you start to get those reactions and then you're really sucked into into the story whether because the writer has developed the, the characters really well um so you're you're really invested in them or the pacing of the plot is just so um it's just in the it, like the pacing is done so well that you can't stop uh, uh, reading. Um, I think that's and you know when that happens. I think for me that's that's when I realize that like I really love that story even better if they're combined. If if because sometimes character development can slow down the pace, um, but but if the pacing continues to be engaging while character development is happening then that's probably the perfect blend and that's when you start to have those external reactions um uh or cry with the cry with the story uh, for sure yeah i feel like you're a man that enjoys a good cinnamon roll kind of character <laughs> yes what, what does that mean uh -oh. oh you've never okay oh gosh how to explain the cinnamon roll it's just very for... lovable it's just a very lovable sweet Too and squishy and yeah Cinnamon Much roll. like yourself, you 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 yourself would be a cinnamon roll in my mind, like as a person. Just You're like very good. kind and sweet and like an all around good person. Everyone likes you. I will take that roll. as a compliment. Thank it's a hundred percent a compliment. <laughs> I, right. I hold cinnamon rolls in the highest regard. So we we put uh, we put you in a weird personal spot. So it's only fair that as revenge, you put us in a weird personal spot. As per the rule of the judging podcast we allow you to ask us one question any one question that you like and we will try to answer it so what do you have for us tam okay that's a good question what that's a good question what kind of question should i ask you <laughs> um, uh let me see 
If you oh. want a moment to ruminate, we can answer some other questions. Here's here's a question for both of you, just because in before before the COVID lockdown, we we had some amazing lunches. You you with you Nick and Keely as well. I remember our our awesome lunches and the places that we would go for lunch. What did you have for lunch today? Um, I had chicken wings and potatoes. <laughs> oh, your lunch sounds great. I didn't have anything. Well, it was leftovers from last night. Spencer made dinner, and Spencer's a chef, so dinner. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, she lives with really a chef, good. so. <laughs> right. And they were, like, he makes the best chicken wings ever, and he's also super sweet, so he always, I only eat the flats <laughs> instead of, like, the drumstick chicken wings, so he always sets all the flats aside for me to eat. <laughs> That's sweet. He's very sweet. Yeah, what a, so it was, what it was a, a good meal. Yeah, I, since I had, uh, I mean, I had leftover nachos, so that would be my meal for mine the was, day. Mine was ramen. Mm. That, wow. That, yeah, we used to have a lot of good ramen places around the the Wattpad office. I remember that. Yeah, oh, very lucky in Toronto uh, to be able to have uh, all these restaurants accessible. I do, I do miss it now already. Actually, thank you for reminding There's me of no... that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no ramen in Pickering, and it makes me like. Yeah super that's what happens when you leave also no leave the city there's there's no korean restaurants either so i can't get bimbap and i've made it myself but it's just not the same it's It's also like so many moving parts to cook so it's just too much work that's fair yeah Yeah. difficult to gain access to i am about to have a jelly bee open up the street so i will get to uh try out the famous filipino chain we'll see what happens there yeah for anyone who isn't aware from my last name i am filipino um, so I am also looking forward to Jollibee opening up. I think there's one uh, just up the street, close to close to where I live. Yeah. What's your favorite Filipino dish? I'm curious. What's oh, my favorite Filipino dish? Um, it's this stew called sinigang. Mm. It's it's basically like a sour tamarind stew oh, with like a whole bunch good. of vegetables in them. Yeah. Okay. It's delicious. I mean, that sounds pretty good. All right. All right. Yeah. I gotta try that. Yes, my experience is with uh, beef adobo or chicken oh, adobo. Yeah. Those are good. Oh, yeah. Those are solid. Those are good. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to the audience questions then. <laughs> we did it. We covered our, our – now I'm, like, really hungry. Those nachos weren't enough, but I got to <laughs> last all the way. So here we are with the audience questions. I'm going to take a look through. We have some technical questions, and then we have a really broad question, a last question someone gave us for 2020. Uh, so when the judges are reading, does it affect the read count? The answer to that is yes. That's easy. Um, because they read the version that's on Wattpad. Uh, so, so there we go. I answered that question. This also is kind of interesting because as we were going through the stories, like they would increase in read count as different people access them. So we did have some stories, though, that had basically no reads on them. So the judges were like the only people reading them, and we could tell uh, at that time. Since then, some of them have been discovered and started to take off. Uh, are judges allowed to vote or leave comments while reading? I think so. I don't think we have no. an explicit rule, right? Or what? They are not allowed. Oh, they are not allowed. Okay. I'm very strict about it. Ooh. <laughs> Mostly because there have been incidents in the past where somebody's like added a book to their library or they left a comment on it. And it just really gets people's hopes oh, up. Like, like, oh, like tips someone off. Oh my God. Right? That's people fair. like, thank you for reading it. I'm so excited. And it like tips people off. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. I mean, obviously we're going to be reading it because you submitted it, but I've, I actively discourage judges from leaving comments or voting on it. Sometimes it happens accidentally. I've, like, certainly in the past when I was a judge, I've, like, 
accidentally liked a chapter because I'm like so into it. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And I'm like, Keely, no. Okay. You're not supposed to do so, this. So no, no, they can't. So, but they can do it afterwards. They can do whatever they want afterwards. <laughs> That's so. what I was gonna say. I was like, but that doesn't stop us from commenting <laughs> after, right? <laughs> oh no, At, like after Friday, you know, go crazy. Tim's just been waiting for this moment. Um, okay, next question: Are prologues acceptable or are they frowned upon? This is the the general prologue question. Tim, how did you feel about prologues while you were judging? I don't. I'm not. I'm not against prologues. Actually, in fact, I, I like prologues, um, especially for some stories where it's, um, you know, that the first section is going to be quite um, slow. Um, so if you really want to hook a reader um, uh, in a way that will, will capture their attention, because a prologue is a good way of like setting that pace that is going to happen later on in the book. Um, uh, that it's actually helped me a lot in kind of like deciding that. Would you disagree? <laughs> uh, look, I'm not a judge. I think that's what's important here is for everyone to know is I'm not a judge. So I did not open any stories and say like a prologue, pff, get out of here. Um, I am okay with prologues so long as they're used appropriately. I view prologues as like the thing that happens outside of the story. My solution, though, I personally don't like the prologues that do what you just talked about because I get really frustrated because I can tell that they only put the prologue there to make the opening more exciting. And my answer to that is, like, you should have a more exciting opening then. That's a problem with the story. You should not cheat by putting in some, like, non-story content in front of it that then makes it look like it's more acceptable you know different strokes for different people i'm not a judge so it wouldn't have an impact and even when i do judge content i actually leave that at the door i can't like be i just I think skip it's prologues. very subjective it's very subjective and you know i don't think any i don't think you're gonna get negative points for having a prologue no. itself like inherently just for using one i like i have liked some i haven't liked some i'm definitely guilty of just skipping them sometimes when i'm like I'm just want to get into the story. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, this is just delaying it. I won't like if I was judging your, your story. And again, I'm not a judge, so I didn't do this. But if I were judging the story, even then I still wouldn't give it any negative points for the, I would just skip the prologue. And, and I'd be really frustrated if the opening chapter said like seven years later, because that's not, but anyway, that's a whole <laughs> different thing. Uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any negative points. Okay. Same question about flashbacks. How do you feel about flashbacks? And Tim, how do you feel about flashbacks while judging? How do I, I am, I am unlike a prologue where I like prologues myself. <laughs> um, flashbacks, I don't, I don't. Meh. It's a flashback is a flashback. As long as you execute it properly, then it's fine for me. Um, but I, I'm not looking for flashbacks. But I also don't negatively like give negative points if uh, um, uh, a writer wrote one. So that feels like generally true of all of us. Is it's kind of like. If you do it right, I'm fine with anything, as long as you do it right. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, flashbacks are fine. There you go. If, flashbacks if done fine. well, if it's not cheesy. And okay. if it's not a, some kind of weird dream sequence. <laughs> okay. So flashbacks uh, yeah. are are a risk, basically. Like, you're taking that risk. If you do it right, it's fine. If you don't, Tim will remember you. So there you go. That's, that's what everyone should know. Uh, have any Wadi winners actually had their stories optioned for films after being shopped around? to studios. So to answer this question, you can go on Wattpad and find the Wattpad Studios hits list. It's also one of the home modules you'll sometimes see. And then you can check through for stories that have Wadi stickers on them. Uh, and you will 
you'll be able to tell like, oh, okay, cool. That that story has been a been made by studios or optioned or whatever and it and it has that wadi sticker so there's a handful that are in there right now that yeah, we, there's at we least, checked out there's at least 10 plus stories that have been optioned for something for like not necessarily film. film yeah yeah uh could have been any of those things so TV's okay it's a lot more common yes tv and then there's also of course books now so what else we got as a final question i'd love to know what the wadis has given you in 2020 this is mostly for us but like tim you can you can start us off what has the wadi's given you good question this is my first year as a judge so thank you for for the opportunity um i think it's given me kind of uh uh something to look forward to in terms of um these are some of the best stories that's coming out of um, the community and i'm really excited about that so what opportunities can we give them um especially for someone with me who's part of the paid program and how that can become successful. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing uh, what we can offer some of these winners for sure. Yeah, for me, I would say, so as part of submitting to the Wadis, a lot of people had to submit like an author message, which was like what was special about the story to them or like why they were submitting it in the first place and that kind of thing. And I'm also so excited for Friday just because I know how much this means to people and 2020 has been such, I won't use an explicitive word, but a not great year to say the least, a dumpster fire year. And I just know something like this, winning the story, or even just like having this as a goal to write and aim towards has really helped turn around a lot of people's year and make it even just a little bit better. And I'm so I feel so privileged to have been able to bring that opportunity to a lot of people, whether they want or not. I feel like this is like, it's such a community effort and like we all come together and there's a lot of like writer groups and people make a lot of friends because of the Wadis. And I feel like it just brings a little bit of joy and purpose into people's lives. And I think that's really amazing. Wow. Very pretty. Um, both of you really nice ones. I mean, it's given me uh, stress, certainly so much stress. <laughs> Same. Especially for the yeah the announcement, just because like we have no idea how many people might tune in. We have to we're representing like the company and also as you just said, Kila, like all these hopes and dreams of all these authors. I think though, I think ultimately it's it's going to be extremely fun. And my favorite moments with Wattpad have been the moments when the community gets together and just like has some fun. I I know when those winners are announced, there will certainly be some people who are disappointed because they didn't win. But I just know like the overwhelming majority of our community, the way that they respond to stuff is they're just going to be there cheering people and having a lot of fun. Even seeing the amount of people who have been commenting so far on the stories, just saying like, I didn't submit, but I'm going to watch and I wish you all luck. And like, this is going to be great. It's that kind of stuff that makes me really happy is just those moments when everyone comes together. And this took like basically a whole year to get to this. So I'm really happy to finally have that payoff and see everyone come together and just kind of celebrate. Otherwise, it has given me, kind of to Tim's point, it's given me a lot of content, and I care about that for my job. So <laughs> I like seeing all this piles of piles of content that I can then put in all these different places and use in all these different ways. So that also makes me quite happy. So that was our last question from the audience, which moves us over to the question that we ask everyone, which of course is, what are you reading Tim, take us away with what have you been reading lately? What have I been reading? So um, 
Alan, who is the CEO, always talks about how we want to be the next Disney. So I, I bought Robert Iger's biography. Robert Iger is the former CEO of Disney. <laughs> and he talks about how his time at, at Disney came with a lot of challenges. So that's what I'm reading. It's called The Ride of a Lifetime. Huh. Interesting. Interesting move. Uh, Keely, what are you what are you reading? Um, I just I'm like halfway through this historical romance and I'm probably gonna be reading a lot more historical romances for December because that's just like the mood I'm in apparently. But it's called Two Rogues Make a Right. Oh man. Um <laughs> and it's from my all time favorite historical romance author. Her name is Kat Sebastian. She's just a delightful human being. I really like her as a person. Um and her books also happen to be fantastic. She pretty much exclusively writes historical male-male romances. And I usually kind of feel iffy about a female writing those. But she does it really well. Really respectfully. Like, it's not a fetishization. Like, she really fleshes out these beautiful emotional characters that, like, really develop friendships. And they're just really, really well written. And I love them all. And she's got, like, over 10 plus books. And I've, like, easily written every book she's ever written at this point so i'm definitely a stan wow um so yeah also follow her on twitter because she's just like generally likes to respond to people and she doesn't have a huge following so she's like a smaller writer but i just really like her stuff so mad respect i i have to say this one of hers is not my favorite mostly because it's like a forced proximity book and they spend the entire time basically in this one cabin and it just the same setting gets a little dry really quickly um, but I still love it. I still love it as I love all of her books. Okay. So good writer. Eight out of 10 on this one instead of 10 out of 10. I gotcha. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Uh, but the other ones are better representations. I, what am I reading? Um, I finished all of We Never Learn and it's, it's just terrible. So would never recommend that to anybody. It decided to go with the cheap cop out of just giving you alternate endings for all the different possible love interests, which is not, yeah, trying to eat it, have its cake and eat it too, basically, by being like, if you didn't like the canon ending, here's a bunch of alternate ones that uh, will make you happy no matter who you wanted to ship. So I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Otherwise, I tried to get back into Nisekoi, maybe because I'm in a similar situation as you, Keely. Don't know what the mood is, but I'm trying to just get me that sweet, sweet, adorable romance and struggling to, to really find it among all my manga uh, that I haven't already read. So I will keep on the lookout for something. And also that isn't like incredibly fan service and This is your time way. to get into Webtoons. That's like right. Webtoons bread and butter. Be right. up for recommendations. I will, I will contemplate this if I definitely feel like I've hit the wall and run out of content. Uh, speaking of running out of content, that's all of our questions and all of our pieces here this is also the last podcast we do with the judges before the announcement happens obviously and that is coming up when is that coming up keely it's coming up on december 4th uh at 1 p.m nick and i will be doing a live stream so be sure to tune in we will be wearing fancy dress oh boy which may or may not be a regrettable mistake but we're committed to it (laughs) we're gonna do it and we're gonna be fancy and we're only gonna be announcing english winners but we will be sure to PM everybody that's won that day. Um, and it'll be on the Wadi's uh, website as well as on the all the various Wadi's profiles and on social media. So there's right. like 
four different ways to find out who the winners are. So if you missed the live stream, you'll find out you won some other way. And I think the live stream too, unless I screw this up, should be recording on YouTube and just sit there forever afterwards. So people can always just go back and watch it. So do the judges have to dress up too? <laughs> you can. I mean, you won't be on the stream, but you can just dress up in your own home if you want a reason to dress up. I think I might just do that. My favorite part of this was that Keely and I have been set on this from the beginning. Like we knew this back in February, we were going to do this orange carpet gala thing. And then the users were commenting about how they're going to be in their PJs and they hope we are too. And Keely was telling me yesterday where she's like, Oh, why didn't we think of that? That would have been so much better, but we're stuck. We're stuck in this hole. So it's going to be a full dress, full suit, spectacular on our side. Everyone else watching can be in their PJs or you can follow Tim's lead and also dress up for yourself. If you want to, we don't judge. Uh, I just need a reason to dress up for sure. Yeah. This new world where we're always in our pajamas. (laughs) Maybe just wear pajamas and then like throw on a tie. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That'll help you out. We did get some comments from users also saying this is their motivation to like actually put some clothes on for once. So uh, I hope this is like the thing that everyone's looking forward to. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, After that, we will still do more podcasts. This is not necessarily the final episode, but it might change moving forward. We'll have to find out. So in any event, that's it for us this week. And we will see everyone hopefully on Friday. And then we'll see you all in the future for next year's Waddies. Also, I hope you are all appreciating the fact we're doing a live stream as both Nick and I, as always, are introverts. So enjoy watching. It's going to be terrifying. So terrifying. Thank you, Tim, it's for fine. coming on. It's only going to be like probably 20,000 people audience. It's not, that's not intimidating. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Tim, for coming on and talking to us as always. Thank you. I enjoyed it a lot. Super. And then uh, uh, bye, everyone. We will see you uh, over the next couple of weeks. Bye-bye.